0: All right, everybody, welcome back to Rob Has a Podcast. I am Rob Sesternino and I'm joined on, on the line by uh, a man who knows uh, more about Survivor than just about anybody else, and he's a great TV writer for Entertainment Weekly and the host of the TV Insiders podcast, Dalton Ross. Uh, always a treat. Do
1: so I know more about Survivor than you, Rob. That's debatable. I think it's a close one. Uh,
0: you, you know what? I've known a lot about Survivor, but I've also forgotten a lot about <laughs> Survivor. And some of it intentionally, and some of it not that intentionally. I block some of that out. I, I hear you. I can see that, Dalton. I feel like you need a good moniker. Mm. Well, give me one. I don't know. I was trying to think of exactly what you are to Survivor, and it's and it's tricky. Like I thought that maybe you're like the Peter King of Survivor, but you don't <laughs> only write about Survivor, so it's tricky. I don't know if there's anybody else who has uh, this uh, one area of expertise, but also you know does other stuff. I don't know.
1: It's a little sad, actually. I mean, look, look—you have a reason to sort of be so invested in Survivor. You were obviously on the show and a big part of the show, and uh, and I, I'm not so <laughs> devoted. This much time and energy to this to this show is uh, is uh, is a little little odd. But uh, there, there you have it, Rob. I just can't I can't you know tear myself away. <laughs> well maybe some work. of the
0: maybe some of the listeners can maybe help uh we can have a contest to uh give you a nickname.
1: All right, give me a good nickname. Yeah, I'm ready for it. I need it.
0: All right, well, you have become synonymous with this list and it's actually uh I get like a lot of people coming to the website searching for this for this list of uh, that you have been you are the the guy of the definitive rankings of the Survivor seasons, and you just updated your list in your latest column on EW.com uh, to include Survivor, Redemption Island, but had you updated it since the finale? You
1: know, I, I'm having... All right, so on the original list, 22 seasons, um, I put it in there at 16. And I don't know about you, Rob, this season has been so weird. I feel like I don't have a, even a, have a full handle on it yet. Because... Mm-hmm. On one hand, like you have to, and I know you will as a strategist, you just have to be so impressed at what Rob did. Right. Trolling this thing from wire to wire. I don't know that we've ever seen anyone dominate like that, uh, from start to end. And, you know, the right guy won. He obviously deserved to win. And, you know, you could say, well, it's not fair. He played four times and they hadn't, that's a fair point. But just, if you're just going to look at how they did in the season, he, he was great and he won. Um, But at the same time, you know, there's just so little competition and there was just everyone else played so poorly. Um, uh, uh, This season was, you know, for me, not the worst Survivor season. I know Some people have said said it was it wasn't the worst for me, but it was maybe the most disappointing season for Mm -hmm. me because I was out there. I met the cast. I thought the cast was great when I met them. I thought this is going to be a great season. I thought the Rob Russell thing would uh, have some dynamics to it. Redemption Island I was nervous about but I was curious about Um, Mm -hmm. and I just don't think it, you know, it just played out well. So then you look at the finale, like, okay, Rob won. He deserved to win. Maybe we bump it up a little bit, but then you just feel this like, Oh, like just like from halfway on, halfway through the season on, you pretty much could predict exactly who was going to go over each and every week. You look at the season like yours, Amazon, what I loved about the Amazon so much is that every week, everything was getting completely scrambled and crazy. And there was just none of that with redemption. So, You know, maybe it goes up one or two, um, but I think it's probably still in that same range, right around 16 for me.
0: Yeah, I think you make a good point, and I think that's often overlooked in a really good Survivor season. And looking at your list, I think that it holds true, is the predictability factor. I mean, you have, uh, with the exception of Borneo, which was pretty unpredictable because none of us knew how it was going to go. But Micronesia, very unpredictable. Heroes versus Villains, very unpredictable. Amazon unpredictable, uh, Pearl Island's unpredictable, and so this season was just, you know, it was like a football season with one just dominant team, just like from, you know early in September, that that team's gonna win the Super Bowl, and uh, although I did not, I have to say, it was a little unpredictable for me going into the finale, I did not think Rob was gonna win. Did you feel the same way?
1: Well, because here's the deal, the only way I thought he could, I never thought the girls would turn on. Natalie just did not have the uh, intellectual, uh, fortitude to do that. Um, <laughs> but, but th- th- he could have lost if Mike or Matt had gotten in. I think if Mike or Matt mm-hmm. had gotten in, he would have lost. And then how awkward, Rob, would that have been? How would we have felt about that? On one hand, okay, we get the unpredictability that we've been asking, and screaming for. Mm-hmm.
0: On the other hand,
1: it's like, all right, well, you know, they won because they bonded with people that were voted out. And, right. and is that fair? I mean, I guess if it's part of the rules and it was stated at the beginning, I guess it's fair, but that's the way you want someone to win. So that would have been a real struggle. How would you, how would you have felt about that if Mike or, or Matt had come in and won?
0: See, the thing that was confusing me was that I felt like that we got so much of Boston Rob. It was so obvious that he was being painted, set up to win the game from an editing standpoint. I said, oh, there's no way he's actually going to do it. And that's what I guess threw me off. There's never been anybody that's so much in our face as far as being painted as this is the person who's going to win from the get-go, who's actually come out to win it. Uh, As far as Matt or Mike winning the game, I mean – Uh, Yeah, I I don't know how well that would have sat with people. I don't know how well that would have sat with Jeff if, uh, you know, somehow Matt came back into the game and won over Boston Rob. I think he would have been uh, apoplectic during the uh, reunion show.
1: I don't know. I don't know. That's that's an issue. Look, look, I'm not, you know, breaking any news here that that, uh, Jeff thinks Rob's an incredible player and he thought that he brought incredible drama and this and that. Uh, I also think that Jeff was hoping that the Redemption Island thing would shake it up from a creative producer standpoint. Um, I think that that would have been sort of delicious for him as well. I don't know if it would have been the right mm-hmm. right call, but I think he he would be interested in that as well. I don't know how he would have felt about that. It's it's you know, it's hard to say. It's just a, it was a weird season, man. It was a, it was a weird season. Uh, they're bringing Redemption Island back. Um, you know, very controversial. Um, And, you know, are there going to be tweaks to that? You know, I've been on record as sort of having some issues with Redemption Island. I'm not a complete, you know, R.I. hater. Like, I get that they're trying something new. They're trying, like, I respect that. Uh, I just had some issues with it. I had some issues with the way that the vote-offs weren't as dramatic because they weren't really voting off. I I thought Mm -hmm. maybe they should have cut it at the merge. And I really didn't like the fact that it should be win or go home, not like don't lose. Uh, you know, I didn't like those group ones where you could get second, second, and sometimes third place, and uh, and stay in the game.
0: And why bring it back? It had zero impact on the game, considering that the two people we spent so much time figuring out who was going to come back from Redemption Island, and both times the person came back from Redemption Island and was voted out immediately.
1: I think that I think that they want the the opposite to happen. I think they want someone to come back and they sort of feel that more often than not in a situation where you had, if you look at, um, you look at, uh, Andrea, when she came back, that, that those three girls would flip, that those three girls would join in. And, and, uh, and, but it was such unique cult-like circumstances that didn't happen this time. But I think they're thinking, let's give this another shot and mm-hmm. see if it will happen. I mean, I, I'm, you know, this is guesswork, but I think that's, that's probably what they're thinking. Some of, something along those lines.
0: Does it make the show easier p- to produce for them? Is there, like, some other reason that we're missing of why they want to stick with this Redemption Island? Does it, like, take an act out of the show of one less piece to produce?
1: I don't think it takes an act in the, out of the show. I think they think it puts an act into the show. I think they think, okay. all right, we have one dramatic thing to vote off.
0: Now we like have, that beat.
1: Now we have two. We're going to have someone yeah. getting voted off, and we're going to have someone going home. It's going to give us a big, huge, dramatic act in the first half of the show and now we're going to have something in the first half and we're going to have something at the end. You can't just tune in the last five minutes to see who's getting voted off. you got to tune in earlier to see who's going to get really kicked out of the game for good. I, I, I think that's the thinking on it. Uh,
0: now, what about Rob uh, as a player compared to uh, Parvati? Is Rob now uh, unquestioned the best player of all time? Uh, is it Parvati? Is it Muddy?
1: It's so hard uh, because I think that that Jeff is right in a sense where he said this is the most, you know, dominant performance or as close to perfect as you can play. I think he's probably right in terms of that. Like if just in terms of dominating this season. I think that's accurate that Rob this season did. Uh, is it the most impressive? Uh, you could argue either way. Uh, you know, like I said, in, in my thing with poverty is in, in heroes versus villains. When I spoke to the players before the game, uh, you know, some of them were worried about story Um, they were all worried about poverty and everyone's like, she's got to go first. She's got to, she's got to get, got to get her out of there. And you can make the argument, Hey, if Tyson, you know, holds to his marbles that, that she would have gone a lot earlier, but, but you know, he didn't. And just for her to make it all the way after what she did in, in Micronesia, then to make it all the way to the end in heroes versus villains, when she was the number one target going into the game is, incredibly impressive. And Rob was I was out there, I saw all these people's faces. He was treated like a rock star. It was mm-hmm. like he was just they were just fawning all over him from the second he showed up. I'm not trying to take anything away from what he did. It was incredible what he did. But um but Parvati is still in the mix for me. I mean she really uh she's been pretty incredible and you know Rob played four times. He made it to the end twice. He should have won twice. And twice he didn't even make it to the jury.
0: So, you know. Mm-hmm uh it's what's your call what do you think uh i mean i feel like i give rob the advantage right now because it's so fresh in my in my mind but maybe in a couple months i'll I'll go back to you know i thought it was parity going into this but just the way that He's so dominant in the challenges throughout. Like, he affects the game more than Parvati in that, you know, Parvati having— Parvati
1: was great in challenges, too, though, Rob. You know, people yes. do spell her short. She was amazing in challenges. No,
0: she is great. She is great. But I'm talking about uh, from even from a team perspective, he almost dominates the first part of the that's game true. also from the challenges. That, that's true. So, no,
1: one's, no one's better at puzzles. No one.
0: Yeah. Uh, how about this? Uh, so this season, starting in September from Nicaragua, Survivor moved to Wednesdays. Uh, was this ultimately a, a win for the show, or was this maybe something, if they had to do it over again, maybe they wouldn't have moved to Wednesday?
1: No, I think that they would They would have done it. I think that they look as, you know, honestly, and I said this to Jeff, and he disagreed with me vehemently, but I think they look at Survivor as, I don't know if being on its last legs is, is accurate, And but, but you know, it's, it's a show that has peaked. And mm-hmm. it's on sort of the downside of it, and it's been shedding, not necessarily creatively. I think there's still been some great seasons like Heroes versus Villains, but in terms of a pop culture, you know, conversation piece. And mm-hmm. um, Thursdays is important night in Big Bang Theory. They saw something that, that was sort of ascending, and they wanted to put it in there. So, I, I, you know, I get why they did it. I always knew in the fall it wouldn't be a problem. There was no competition on the schedule. And even though as bad as at least as bad as I thought Nicaragua was, the ratings held up held up Okay. The problem was obviously going against Idol in the spring, um, mm-hmm. and you know the quality of Redemption Island mixed with the with going against Idol, you know, hurt it. And now next season is going to be interesting because in the fall now it's it's going to go against against X Factor, uh, and no one really knows, you know, what the appetite for Simon and Paula is still going to be, and with X Factor, but- it's
0: such an X Factor.
1: It's an X-Factor, Rob. So, I mean, you know, but it's it's that'll be, you know, a test. They thought they'd have an easier ride in the fall, at least, but that's not the case uh, now yeah. necessarily. So, so you know, I'm not going to say CBS made a mistake moving it there because Survivor does have a loyal audience, and they probably thought in terms of the casual audience and casual viewers, better to put something up in there that maybe is still, uh, you know, increasing uh, in viewers like Big Bang Theory.
0: Yeah, did they make a miscalculation because they didn't know Idol was going to also be on Wednesday? Didn't that come after the fact yeah, that, that came, Idol that, moved?
1: Sorry, that came after the fact that Idol even said we moved because Survivor moved. Now, Ooh. you know that's that's what they said. They a said blindside. you know we would have. Yeah, there was total blindside. Um, so that was sort of interesting. Now, if they had stayed at Thursday, would Idol have really stayed at Tuesday, Wednesday? I don't know. Idol's been talking for years about moving to Thursday, um, but at the least. You know, they still would have been going against the Idol results show if Idol had moved and Survivor had stayed. So, you know, and the Idol results show ratings are about on par with the performance. So do I sound like such a geek right now? Look at me, just breaking down the ratings. No, this is up.
0: good because we don't get this from anybody else. Yeah, so
1: I, I think that, you know, I, I obviously think it was negligible in terms of audience erosion. I think they probably would have gone against Idol anyway. And um, and I just think it was, you know, this the quality wasn't as, as strong. I think the quality wasn't as strong this year.
0: Yeah. How about – now, this Sunday is going to be the Celebrity Apprentice finale. Now you're uh, talking. How, does, yeah, how does this season of Celebrity Apprentice uh, rate for you? Just incredible. I mean,
1: <laughs> I, you know, I'm excited. I'm actually uh, – you, you want to uh, talk about irony, I'm doing a, a podcast tomorrow with um, Marley Matlin and um, John Rich. And having a, a, oh. deaf, a deaf person on a podcast is <laughs> just awkward to say the least. But yeah. that's okay. Uh I great.
0: loved it oh, I loved it when you had uh, her interpreter on the uh T V Insider podcast, Jack. He was yeah. really he was great.
1: Jack Jason. Jack Jason will be in the house tomorrow as well. Very excited for, for that. And um, I, I mean season two um of the Flirt Prince is still my absolute favorite. That was with the Annie Duke and the uh whore pit vipers and Ooh. that was the season where Clint Black uh pretended to use uh <laughs> masturbate with detergent. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, a hand load. Yeah, yeah, just like he did his
1: load by hand. Um, it was. Do you have un- a rankings for a Celebrity unreal. Apprentice? Yeah, with only four Celebrity Apprentice, it's a little light as far as the rankings. But if I had to do it off the top of my head, I would say Season Two definitely number one. Uh, no, you know, Season One. Don't sleep on Season One. Was great. The whole Omarosa Pierce thing, and then. That's the season where Vinny Pastore was a, was a rat and went over to the yes. other team and, like, aborted the scheme. It was just crazy. But I might put this at, at, as the second-best season, just between the meatloaf, Busey stuff, the Nini star. Uh, and you got to, like, John Rich and Marley Matlin have actually been, been really good and competent in the show. So, it, you know, it's insane. I love it.
0: Where was Busey for the final task?
1: I know. I'm shocked they didn't bring him back. I'm actually really... Because they bring back people that have no business... Bring, like last year, they brought back Carol Strawberry. who literally slept through half the season. And uh, it's just it's so silly. And I'm surprised that they let them pick them, their teammates, that they didn't just assign them as they've done somewhat in the past to create that... Fate. I mean, somebody somebody's so genius because it's so idiotic and just like, you know, you can't make any sense of it or get upset over who stays or who goes because it's just so arbitrary. So... It's so funny. I have the exact opposite reaction to Celebrity Apprentice. Than I do to Survivor. Like Survivor, like the integrity of the game is so important and the fairness is that. Celebrity Apprentice, I literally couldn't care less. I just couldn't. In <laughs> fact, in fact, it's funnier and better. The stupid it is.
0: Yeah, why is the Celebrity Apprentice so long? Like, I know NBC has nothing else to put on, but but really, like, do we need two-hour and three-hour Celebrity Apprentice absolutely.
1: episodes? Absolutely, absolutely, <laughs> without a doubt. I can I believe- love it. I can't believe what you're saying. I mean, give me a twenty-four-seven. Give me a live cam. Give me a webcam Ooh. like they do on Big Brother, just to check out the uh, Celebrity <laughs> Apprentice contestants. I'll watch it. Give me a Don Jr. cam. I want to see yeah. like him like doing his hair. I want to see a Vonka cam. Uh, that that sounds a little creepy when I said that, but yeah. you know the point is I can't get. I want Amanda the receptionist cam. I want a cam in the elevator with Adrian the elevator operator when they're bringing the celebrities down to their cars. I want it. Wow. All.
0: I want it all. <laughs> well, uh, how about this? Uh, we've been working on a theory that it seems like many of the Celebrity Apprentice contestants, both past and present, seem to owe a lot of money in back taxes. Do you uh, have any inkling into – do you think that the charitable donations that come out of this show are things that uh, these celebrities get to write off personally As their back taxes, because the news came out this week about Marley Matlin owes the back taxes. Of course, you know Richard Hatch famously, uh, Little John. uh, A lot of these celebrities seem to have these back tax issues, and it can't be this much of a coincidence.
1: Yeah, you know, uh, and when, when I went down to that first task at the pizza parlor, I did ask Richard, do I have to pay taxes on this slice of pizza? I don't think he thought that was very funny.
0: Um, but, <laughs> well, especially um, not now
1: yeah especially not now i don't you know i, I the, the, no i think uh, my guess is, is that they don't get credit for that at all but but they are obviously paid to be on the show i mean obviously they are these people are they're not just raising money for charity they are being paid uh to appear on the show so you know you would assume that whatever they're use, making there they're, they should be at least setting aside a little something for uh, for uncle sam um, but yeah, interesting. You know, obviously, you know, the celebrity press usually is people that are not, should we say, at the uh, the zenith of their career. So uh, you know, sometimes they've been living large for a little too long, and maybe they need to uh, downsize.
0: Well, now that Donald Trump is not going to run for president, unfortunately, because yeah, it would have been it, it would have been a fun ride. Uh, do, do you, you think every there...
1: comedian in the world was just so upset? When he said he wasn't running, I mean, the people, the people the started live and the daily show and Colbert Report, <laughs> yes. they would have just been living large for so long.
0: Yeah. Well, why didn't he wait till Sunday to announce this? Why did he, why did he say it the other day?
1: Uh, I mean, the only thing I could think of is a, a few things. One of them is obviously NBC had their upfront. They announced their new schedule. They announced that they picked up Celebrity Apprentice. Ooh. So obviously the, the next question is going to be, well, how can you pick up this show if he's running for president because there's, uh, beyond just his time commitments, there's equal, you know, fair time use of the airwaves and all these other issues. So maybe just to get that, you know, they they felt like we've got to, you know, make an announcement on this to, to put that to bed. That said, I'm still a little shocked they didn't leave that sort of hanging a little bit in terms of, uh, they had sort of made allusions that if he was going to run that they could find a replacement for him on the show. Although, come on, he is irreplaceable, Rob. Am I right? <laughs> right. Am I right? Am I right? right. So um, So, yeah, I was a little surprised as well.
0: Uh, well, uh, so will we have to wait until March for another Celebrity Apprentice?
1: Yeah, we will. And, um, uh, yeah, we long. will. Because, you know, they got football in the fall.
0: That's true. You know that Mr. Jets, 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 Jets. They got some footballs, some Sunday night football what if there's a lockout what if there's a, some sort of a work stoppage could we get a, a quick uh winter season of celebrity apprentice <laughs> a la big brother during quick- the writer's strike
1: <laughs> a most quick hit hey man I, look, i'm not complaining i would love it as long as they don't bring back regular apprentice uh, you <laughs> know right, one, what i mean like one
0: oh go ahead no go ahead i was gonna ask i, I know you are uh, on a tight. Uh, So I was just going to ask you uh, one one last question. I know we were talking about the future of Celebrity Apprentice. Uh, The big question for me is, uh, going forward, how many more seasons of Survivor uh, do you think uh, could be left in the can?
1: Really, really interesting. Um, I think this is a a pretty pivotal pivotal year for Survivor. Uh, I really do. Um, They got two seasons. Um, It's still, you know, hanging in there. And it's still uh, doing all right for them, um, But, you know, after these two rough seasons that they had in terms of not being very exciting, uh, I think they need to get back on the map with a big season to get the base uh, really galvanized again. You know, people always say when there's a bad season, like Survivor's over, I'm over it which I think is silly, you know? It's like, yeah. there'll be good seasons, there'll be great seasons, you know? I mean, bad, good, somewhere in between. Like, that's just the way it's been for 22 of these. I mean, Heroes versus Villains, some people say it's the best ever. That was a year ago. So mm-hmm. it's, the, the franchise is not done creatively, I don't feel. But I do feel that they do need to have another strong season just to get people excited about it again, get the network excited about it again. CBS is going to have, a, I think, potentially a lot of holes to f- fill next, next year. There are other shows like CSI's are getting a little long in the tooth criminal minds. So there could be a whole remaking of the network or at least a lot of uh, shuffling going on. So I think it's a pretty pivotal year and um, you know, we'll see what happens with it. It, it. You know, this could potentially be the last year of survivor um, yeah. or, you know, we've said that before uh, back in season 16 and season 20. So maybe it goes on. I think Jeff is committed to the show. I will say that. I think there were years in the past where he was really thinking very seriously about leaving and it's sometimes maybe even really waiting to leave. I don't think that's the case now. You see with his website and other stuff, he's really, really engaged with the show. Yeah. So I don't think they have to worry as much about Jeff leaving. It's just worried about the show um, you know, still being uh, you know profitable for them and, and being what it needs to be in terms of the ratings.
0: I, I hate to say it. I'm, celebrity survivor might be the answer. Uh,
1: you know, something that they swore Jeff told me just a year ago that they would never, ever, ever do. And then you saw they were soliciting people... Yeah, uh, a few months ago, he was ago. pushing for it. uh So, um but uh, he was tweeting Charlie Sheen. He was and uh, asking uh Jimmy Fallon on the. Yes. I mean, I think that th- th- what they have said now is that they'll only do that if they really get top notch people, not sort of Dancing with a star celebrity. Apprentice no Nene people. leaks. No Nene leaks out on the island. Although, come on, uh, first of all, how long would she last out on the island? A- an yeah. hour, you know, a day. So uh, <laughs> that's the other. But you know what? If they're going to do that, they talked about doing like you know like a week or just doing a week and they'd have an hour to tweet while they're out there. Like they can't do that. It's, it can't yeah. just do it a week and you can't have them tweeting from the island. You got to really immerse them in, in the, uh, in the game, but we'll see.
0: All right. Fun stuff. Uh, Dalton Ross, thank you so much for uh for all of your insight. Uh, and I hope that at the very least you get a nickname out of this.
1: Uh, yeah, get me a damn nickname, all right? Okay, <laughs> I need a damn nickname, and I need one now. And Rob, always love uh, talking to you as well. Um, it's two survivor nerds getting together to discuss um, is always a good time.
0: Yeah, uh, good stuff. All right, Dalton, we'll talk to you again soon, and uh, take care, buddy. Thanks, Rob. All right, bye. Alright, everybody, there you have it. Dalton Ross and, uh, good stuff. Lots of insight into Survivor and Celebrity Apprentice and, uh, all the good, uh, TV insider stuff that you don't, you're only gonna get from Dalton Ross. So, uh, for the time being, uh, that's the next, that's the latest podcast. I'm not sure what the next podcast is gonna be, but, I'm sure it'll be something good. And as always, uh, give us some suggestions of the things you uh, might want to hear us podcast about You know, with Survivor coming to an end. I'm looking for a bunch of things to uh, podcast about uh, with Celebrity Apprentice. We got one more show on Sunday. And then it's a little bit of the the dry season until Big Brother picks up. So we're looking for lots of different things to podcast about. Until then, we're going to have a few uh, specials along the way. And uh, until next time, everybody, take care.